Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And I'm Phil Thompson, and we have it. We have the music, huh? The new music. It is playing. Yes. And uh, I like it. Thank you very much, Chad Lacey. Yes. How much did we pay him for this? Just tons of cash. He made out like a bandit on this probably, didn't he? Yes. Okay. Got free, probably free lunch. No, you, you, got a, you offered to buy him some Taco Bell, right? No. He was compensated a little more than that. He was compensated. He was, yes. All right. Well, good deal. So, folks, welcome to our podcast. Uh, this is the Church Solutions Podcast. We come to you about once a week. We are a uh, actually uh, Steve and I work for a tech company called JSL Solutions, and we work with churches primarily, ministries, and we help those companies or those ministries, I should say. And there's, I guess, occasionally there's a company in there, that, but mostly it's ministries and churches. We help them fulfill their purpose with technology. Yes, and we have lots of tech tools, which we will tell you about later. Because this podcast is not about us. Yes. It's about helping you as a church leader, as a pastor, as a volunteer, uh, you know, helping you fulfill your purpose in your ministry. So So what are we talking about today? So today, this has kind of always been a pet peeve of mine uh, for many, many years. And it, it um, it involves people helping new people when they walk into your church volunteers primarily helping a first-time guest uh, yes. when they walk into your actual building. And so, I have experienced so much of this over the years. <laughs> so so we're titling this thing, The Top we call 10 Mistakes We See When Volunteers Are Helping a First-Time Guest. Top 10 Mistakes that the Volunteers Many Times Make. And, and honestly, With not just volunteers. Guest. I've seen pastors do this, people on staff some of these things too but uh and and there may be may, there may be more than 10 by the time we're done here <laughs> if we ad lib a little bit it could be uh but i i've noticed it ever since uh ever, actually ever since i started going into churches uh, oh, i yeah. came from a unitarian background and when i started going to different churches i had friends invite me to their churches when i was 16 17 and uh it, it, I, I had some very awkward moments. Oh, yeah? As a first-time guest yeah. with the, the volunteers, huh? Yeah, or volunteers or people that they may not have been technically volunteers. They may have been members, I guess. Okay. But just some awkward stuff. Uh, and, and I felt like, you know, so it's always kind of been a, a deal with me. And then, uh, uh, yeah, so, and then, of course, I've been involved in and, ministry. And yes. so I've seen it from the eyes of a pastor so or a minister. We should start this off with, we really appreciate these volunteers and what they're doing and that they're in that position to, to serve. Yes. But these are, these are some mistakes that uh, right. the volunteers can make and just a little bit of training and you can avoid these mistakes. Yeah. And we certainly do appreciate it. I, I don't want to make this sound like a slam against people that are helping the church because we do <laughs> appreciate volunteers. Uh, but I think sometimes volunteers don't necessarily see things from the perspective of an outsider, maybe. Yeah, could be. A new person walking in the building. So, All right. so hopefully so we let's, help. let's jump into this. All right, let's jump into it. So number one, 
volunteers have not really thought in advance about what my next step would be as a guest. So if I'm walking as a guest, they have not really thought it through as to, okay, I'm walking in the door. What's the next step? Yes. Or, or once you say, Hey, how are you? Yeah. What's the next, where do I steer this conversation? Right, conversation and all that. So I, I think, you know, it just takes a little bit of forethought, uh-huh. you know, but okay, a new person walks in and, and this is what I typically do. Now I am on staff part-time for church, but, but when I, when I have a new person walk in the door, I, I personally, I like to ask them, you know, Hey, how'd you, thanks for finding us. And how did you happen to find us? You know, uh-huh. I don't try to grill them with a third degree, but I do try to, somehow or another casually talk about how they found out about us because uh-huh. that helps me a lot, especially as a staff person. Uh, and even if, if I was just a volunteer, it would help me to relay that information to yeah. the appropriate guess, people. Yeah. The, the prerequisite question would be, is this your first time here? Yeah. No. And, and that's even hard to do. And I actually am very careful about that because even though my group's only about a hundred people, I still am bad with names and even uh-huh. bad with faces. And, and it's terrible, but a lot of times in the past, I would say, hey, is this your first time here? I've been coming here for six weeks. <laughs> or, oh, I've been here for that. six years. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> so what I what I try to do is I honestly try to say, oh, now help me remember here, is this one of your first times here? Because I'm better now. I, I can right. usually figure out if somebody's you know relatively new. Yeah, so, so I try to approach it with that angle like, hey, I have I seen you before or not? I'm not sure. Can you help me out here? Right. So that... That would be the beginning of the conversation and then just yeah. having some forethought to think through, okay, if they respond this way, then, right. um, and then, you know, lead into this question or that question, or if you get the signal that, Hey, they're just, they don't want to chat with me. You do have to be sensitive. Yes. And, and that's why it's important, especially if you have greeters, people that are actually specifically greeters, Yes, you know, they need to be the right kind of people for this because you don't want somebody too pushy, but you do want somebody that's friendly and somebody that then can ask the right questions right. without sounding, without being obtrusive. Or intimidating, or yes. Intimidating, yeah. yeah. And so I, I personally try to come off really nice and yet, uh, not, that I'm not, not that I'm not nice, but I try to come off friendly and, and yet not too pushy. But I like to know, okay, how did you hear about us? That, that's one of the things we I like am. to know. And for, maybe for your church, it might be a little different. You might want to talk to the appropriate people if you're a volunteer. Now, what is it you really want to know? in a nice way, you know, how did they find us? Okay. You know, was it the internet or website? Was it the sign? Was it our advertisement on radio? Those right. kind of things. And yet not come off real pushy. Right. <laughs> and you may have some other ulterior yeah. cause you're the guys helping promote things. So. Well, I am, but, yeah. but it's still, it's kind of good to know. So volunteers, right. so you know, they, you just need being, to put some advanced thought in this. Yes. So number two, and this is probably a very common one. Volunteers are talking with their friends and don't notice me. I see it all the time. and uh, It's an easy trap to fall it's, into. It's easy because a lot of times you don't see your friends. You might only see them once a week at church or maybe once every couple of weeks. And so when you see them at church, it's very easy. And, and obviously it's important to catch up with your friends and right. find out what's going on in their life. But again, I think... If you are a volunteer, or even if you're even if even if you're not a volunteer and you see somebody new, I, I, think, I think if you're the kind of church I'm in, I'm in, we want to make our guests feel welcome, and so that's the first thing we want to have right. in our minds. 
And as I looked at this list, I kind of, in my mind, I'm putting this, these are really greeters at my church. Yep. These are the first impression people. So Yes. But let me just say this too. To me, greeters are very important. And, and yes, we just mentioned that, how, you know, if you're a good greeter, you need to kind of be the right kind of a greeter, have the personality to be a greeter. But I think it's everybody's responsibility. If you're a member of a oh, church, to, you know, and you happen to see somebody new, to, to bust out of your clique and go, hey, there's somebody standing by themselves over there. Let's go and yeah, talk with them. I think you at least need to break the ice. And yeah. again, as you said earlier, you know, if a person kind of sends the vibe out that, hey, thanks for thanks for being nice to me, but I don't really want to talk to you, <laughs> you, you need to kind of get that, be able to pick that up and give them the freedom. You know, you're not like hanging over them. Right. But uh, I see this all the time uh, where I'm at. I'm, you know, if somebody from my church is listening to this podcast, I might get in trouble, but I do see that a lot, and I've brought it up in my leadership team meetings. Guys, we've got to make sure that we are aware <laughs> of the people around us. It's yeah. not just, you know, how is the football season going and all that. So, right. so this one's, I guess, related to number two. Number three, volunteers are doing task work and not available or responsive at the moment I show up. Yeah, and, and again, you know, you mentioned just a couple minutes ago about greeters. Or it's important for greeters to be greedy. But I think that, again, it comes down to, and, and I have a hard time with this too, because I am the technically the executive pastor of my church. It's a part-time gig. The problem I have is some of the people that, that, that are volunteers that handle the bills and the finances and other people, they, they want to see me right, right as soon as they can to either give me checks to sign or talk to me about something that's, you know, right. and it's all appropriate stuff. The problem is, I also want to be available as much as I can to guests. Right. So it is a challenge for me because I have so much on my plate, but, and there's, but it doesn't just apply to me because you could be a greeter and maybe part of your job is getting the coffee out. Right. Yeah. Setting up the donuts out. Yes. Something. That's what I was envisioning too. Right. Yeah. You don't want to be so into your work that you don't recognize people. You blow people off. Right. Oh yeah. I didn't see that guy. So, uh, you know, it's important to get stuff done, but it's, you know, Again, my perspective is why are we here? You know, we're here to serve people right. and we're here to connect with people. And yeah, serving them donuts is important, but what's even more important is making some contact with them and, you know, letting them know, hey, we noticed you. We're glad you're here. Right. So, so having some forethought is number one, talk, avoid talking with your friends is number two, and three is doing task work. Mm-hmm. Number four. Volunteers generally hesitate when I initiate with a question. So I'm a first-time person. I walk in the door, and uh, I have a question about the church or whatever it might be. Uh, I've seen this happen. People freeze up. So, again, if you're a greeting or if if you're welcoming somebody, you may not know all the answers, and I don't think you have to. But it sure would be good to get yourself up to date on things that might be some common questions. Yes. You would know, could be something as where the, where do the kids go? You know, I've got a couple of kitties here. Where do I <laughs> yeah. put them? You know, uh, where's this, where's that? And then, you know, if you don't have an answer to a question, uh, maybe point them or, or bring somebody to them, which would even be better. Yes. That might be able to help them with the question. I don't have that answer, but I know who might. Yeah, I mean, it could even be a theological question, you know. And, and, uh, uh, you know, it's one of these deals when I just, 
what is it? Home Depot, I think. Home Depot has a sign up. Their Home Depot is a uh, well, it's not a hardware store. It's a what would you call Home Depot? I think it's, everybody knows what Home, home Depot furnishings is. Home furnishings, not home furnishings, but you know, okay, there's well, Home Depot all over the U.S. Right? In yeah, the world, they are, probably. But, so one of the signs I they used to have, and I'm sure they still do, is don't point. Take the person to. Oh, they have a sign for their employees. I yeah. take it. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, asking somebody a question, and they pointed, and I thought, okay, I didn't. I wasn't even aware of that. And I, I went around somewhere to use the bathroom, and they actually had it in their bathroom. Don't point. <laughs> but I, I, I say that because, okay, if you don't have an answer to the question, uh, I wouldn't just point. Well, there's Elder So and So or Deacon Jones or whatever his name is or her name. You know, don't point. Just say, hey, you know what? Uh, I'll find out for you. And, you know, we'll bring somebody over to ask that question or to answer that question. Right. All right. So number five, and this is these, some of these are related here. So number five is volunteers don't know where the most pertinent information is located. So a lot of times um, in your church, you'll have different areas where people can sign up for things. Maybe sign up for the help in the kids ministry or sign up to help with uh, some kind of a you know, feed the poor program, some kind of social justice program or something, or whatever it might be, maybe even a, a course that the church is teaching, you know, maybe on the Bible or community groups, small groups. Um, it's, it's really good that if you're involved in your church, you should know where those places are where people can get the information or sign up for things or, uh, you know, get their answers, answers mm -hmm. to their questions. And in some churches, it's not a very big church, and so you just go over here to the information table, and here's three or four things you can look at. Other churches are spread out a little bit. You have to go over here. You have to go over there. It's just really important to kind of, again, kind of get yourself up to date <laughs> on where that information is and how to get it to people that are yeah. asking. All right. This, um, as you, you know, I see these as, these are a lot of, these are all greeter related. I don't know if every church has greeters, but... A lot of these, if you're going to be in that greed role, you definitely want to be trained on all of these tips here yeah. or avoid these mistakes. So um, the number six on our list was volunteers tell me what to do with no information or tools or other people to help me. So they'll say, oh, children's stuff over there. Yeah. Go it's, over there. It's a little bit of like the Home Depot thing, you know, just yes. pointing. You, know, you, you don't want to just point. You want to. You want to come alongside. So, again, I, I don't know if you, you know, when I go to somewhere that's new, and, I mean, even if it's a store and I'm looking for something, let alone a church or some other thing, you're walking in, and at least I do, I feel awkward, okay? Where do I go for this? What do I do here? You know, and uh, nothing bugs me more than, than, than feeling like I'm out there and nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> or they treat you like an idiot, huh? Well, or just like, a number or something, you know, like, oh, just go over there and you'll find it. You know, yeah. So uh, it's the, the people that take, and again, it's not just churches, but the people that take their time yes. to walk me and, through the process. And we have some role models at our church that are just naturally gifted in all of this stuff, and they do it without even thinking about right. it. But they'll, you know, they'll say somebody has a question. Oh, you're interested in that. Let me walk with you and take you over here and then when you're walking with them you're talking and getting more right. info and and then you introduce them i mean that's the way you need to do it and you know when we're talking about this list this morning on this podcast it's not i mean 
no, nobody's perfect. And we're, you know, we're going to drop the ball on some of these things. And you, you can't always know every single thing, especially if you're in a large church that has lots of programs. But at least try to put an effort in to helping the person and letting them know, hey, I'm going to try my best here. I don't know this situation, but I, as we said earlier, I'm going to help you try to help find the answer for you here. Mm-hmm. All right. And this is another very common one. It's kind of related to the one of the first ones here. Uh, number seven, volunteers are generally look preoccupied, distracted, or unsure of themselves in their nonverbals, even when they're trying to be friendly. Yeah. And I think, you know, as we touched on earlier, if your job is to be a greeter of some type, then, you know, you've got to uh, be comfortable in that situation. Yes. Uh, because you do, you know, they, they talk about how your body sends out signals, nonverbal communication. So, you know, if you're not comfortable greeting people, uh, and maybe you shouldn't be in a greeter situation. Now, if you are in a situation where you're not a greeter, but you're still in that, you're put into that circumstance, you know, you just need to do the best you can. And, and, and if, again, get some help from somebody that might know. And the best way would be to kind of lead that person to the right person, not just point. Right. And this is all about stature and posture and things like that, right? You know? Yeah, I think so. You don't want to look like you're, you know, I'm not interested in talking to anybody because I am folding these bulletins for you now. Yeah. Some of this stuff is pretty basic as far as basic relational things. But there's a lot of us out there that are very awkward around people. (laughs) So it does happen. Yes. All right. We ready to move on? Yes. Go ahead. Number eight. Volunteers are unaware of the basic how-to questions for checking in children of so, every age. Yeah, I'm guilty of this. I, I have been in the past. Uh, I think that, you know, you again, you owe yourself and you owe the people that come to your church. You, you, you need to take a little bit of time to at least try to get up to date. Yeah, walk through stuff. the process once with somebody else. Yeah. Or something. It's like, where do the babies go? If you got a four-year-old, where do they go? If you got a second grader or a junior high kid where you know what's yeah i think it you know it takes a little bit of time to do that but you know once you do that at least you'll have a good understanding of it and again put yourself in the position of a first-time guest especially with kids they're walking in your building they don't know what to expect maybe somebody invited them maybe they didn't right. and they're feeling kind of awkward and now they're lost and yours and you're there. fumbling around going, uh, I don't know. I think you leave your kids in the car. Um. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> sure in Arizona. So basic how-to stuff. Yes. Just find, get, get, get yourself educated. <laughs> yes. So number nine, All right. this is, uh, and the good volunteers do a really good job of yeah. this, is volunteers don't introduce me to others at church. Yeah. Uh, again, it's, it's, uh, it just comes down to, uh, some common sense here and being sensitive to people. I invite what I do. I like to introduce other people because I like to get out of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, it sounds kind of mean, but I mean, I'll spend a, I'll spend a little bit of time with the person. Yeah. My role, I'm on staff. So my role is I'm, I've got several things going on. I kind of am the guy that produces our Sunday experience. So I have to be careful that I don't get caught up in something. I drop the ball on something because I'm having, long conversation with a new person so what i try to do is introduce them to somebody and some of these play together here so that if you know 
subsequent questions you you would need to ask in the you know in the beginning you can kind of start to pull out some information that's oh this guy also works at company xyz right. let me take you over and meet joe if you don't know him already you know yeah, exactly yeah those kind of things but introducing is good it's a good thing because you want to get other people and honestly if you're if you're an introvert like me it gets you off the hook so be nice <laughs> but yet introduce them to some other people you're probably not the ideal role for the greeter then well, I'm, I'm, uh, no, I'm, I'm probably not, but oh, I, know I know how I'm to not. do it I, and I can fake it. You know? <laughs> I can, I can be nice and, and friendly to people and, and, uh, you know, that kind of a thing, but yeah. So, yeah. All right. So last num- point here. Last point. Volunteers give me written information that is not important or strategic, which is sends me off to the trash can. Yeah. So this is almost an extreme of what we were talking about. The other, the other side of the coin here and that is when somebody walks in and you just load them up with brochures things going on at the church you know right maybe you have a lot going on in your church and you just load them up with stuff so that's the extreme of what we were talking about earlier not not paying any attention to them but but you know giving them too much stuff so i think you know i just try to make sure people have a program you know and because we have a connection card in the program and we encourage people to fill that out. I said that earlier. I've said that before in our podcast, but I think that's all they need. And, it, and there's an information table that has other stuff on it. Right. So if they want to go over there and look at it, and I always say, hey, you can check that out if you want. Take one of those if you want. If not, don't, no worries. That makes a big difference. You can overload people. Right. So I think there's a balance in everything we're talking about here. You don't want to smother people, but at the same time, you don't want to send a signal that, you know, uh, we're sorry you came here. We just ignore people. <laughs> kind of frustrating. Yes. But this is always an issue for me. It's always a pet peeve because I see it all the time. I, I think I'm just really sensitive to it because of my background. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I was wounded or <laughs> hurt or rejected or something. I don't remember. But I, I'm just very sensitive to new people. And You know, your church, like my church, it's not for everybody. So they may come and they may never come back. But at least try to give them a good experience. Right. <laughs> you know? So there you have it. All right. So if you have something to add to this list of uh, some issues maybe you've seen in your church and you could add to this list, let us know. Just send us an email, support at streamingchurch.tv. And uh, that's one of our companies, isn't it, Steve? Streamingchurch.tv. Streamingchurch.tv. So, yes. What, what do we do? We assist people in live streaming, broadcasting their services. So uh, we do streaming church. We have a mobile app for your church, and we have a church management and website management system through MyFlock, and we also have Greeter.Church. So uh, streamingchurch.tv is one is one uh, domain, one website. The other one is churchapplive.com, which is, a, again, the same company, but it's it specializes in mobile apps. And then the other one, myflock.com, which is kind of the mothership, right? Yes. Back in 2001. That is correct. And then, uh, that's the website and church management system. And then the new the new kid on the block is greeter.church. Yes. And the, the dot .church is a, uh, what do you call that? Top-level domain. Top-level domain. One of these days I'll get that. So just type in greeter.church and you can find out more about it. So if we can help you with anything, we would love to serve you in a way. All, all these things that we have as a company come with free trials. So you can always try it. If you don't like it, then that's fine. We won't bug you. But uh, we think you'll like it. So give it a shot. And again, if we can help you with anything, please let us know. Steve and I have been around the block a few times, 
and uh, we have been involved in church work for a long time. Yes. So I'm proud of that. So uh, we can help you in any way we certainly want. All right. So we are done. Uh, we will catch you again. Thank you for listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. His name is Steve Lacey. I'm Phil Thompson. We will see you again next time. Take care.